This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. Welcome to the podcast series of the New Workplace Institute at Suffolk University Law School. The New Workplace Institute is a multidisciplinary research and public education center devoted to creating psychologically healthy, productive, and socially responsible workplaces. Its founder is Professor David Yamada, a leading employment law scholar and preeminent authority on workplace bullying and abuse. My name is Ian Menkini, Director of Electronic Marketing and Enrollment Management at Suffolk University Law School. We're here today to talk with Professor Yamada about therapeutic jurisprudence, a movement that is bringing psychological insights to bear on the law and legal practice. Professor Yamada, how are you today? Great. Thanks for having me here, Ian. Sure. My pleasure. Professor Yamada, just what is therapeutic jurisprudence? Well, therapeutic jurisprudence, that, that's a mouthful. And just the term therapeutic conjures up images of maybe... Uh, folks on the couch talking about their childhoods and then you throw in the word jurisprudence and you think of lawyers and law students on the couch talking about their childhoods I don't know maybe that's not the worst thing in the world but therapeutic jurisprudence is something much different than that therapeutic jurisprudence or TJ is as we abbreviated was started about 20 years ago by two law professors named David Wexler and Bruce Winnick and David and Bruce recognized that the law would benefit greatly by incorporating psychological knowledge. So they helped to create a body of legal thought that examines the therapeutic and anti-therapeutic consequences of law, legal practice, and legal education. And so to translate that a little bit, I, I think we're basically asking, how can the law, how can legal practice, and how can law schools produce psychologically healthier outcomes in the law? How can they lead everyone to better, safer, more meaningful lives through law and public policy? Your specialty is employment law. How does therapeutic jurisprudence relate to employment law and policy? When I discovered the TJ community in 2008, I saw that therapeutic jurisprudence insights had been commonly applied to fields such as criminal law, family law, dispute resolution, and several other fields of practice. There wasn't a lot of stuff about employment law, but I found that within the TJ community there was a lot of receptivity to employment and labor issues. So TJ is obviously very relevant to the work I've been doing for the last decade on workplace bullying and the law, but it's also applicable more generally to employment relations. When you look at questions such as morale and productivity and employee health, and then just start asking questions about how employment law and policy can advance those goals, well, that, that's a perfect fit for what therapeutic jurisprudence is about. So in recent years, I've written several law review articles expressly incorporating therapeutic jurisprudence into employment law issues, and those pieces have been very well received. Professor, some might say it's fine to apply psychological insights to employment law, but aren't there other perspectives that should be considered? In absolutely, yes. TJ, to its credit, makes no claim of exclusivity. Folks who write and, and, and practice in sort of a therapeutic jurisprudence manner are not saying that it should be the only perspective that we take into account. In fact, it has been criticized by some for being too modest about its transformative potential. 
Personally speaking, when you look at issues of the workplace, and especially employment law and policy, I, I think that in addition to psychological insights, we gain a lot by incorporating knowledge from economics, from political science, from professional disciplines such as industrial relations and management science and labor studies. So there's a lot of stuff that should be in the mix. But what we're saying about TJ is, look, the psychological insights are central and key and important, and they should get more attention than they're getting now. So have you been able to incorporate TJ into your teaching here at Suffolk? Yes, I've been trying to do that over the last few years. In my employment law classes, for example, I encourage students to think about how their actions as lawyers will lead to psychologically healthier outcomes for their clients. And in a seminar I teach about public interest law, I devote an entire seminar session to therapeutic jurisprudence, and I find that the students are very receptive to this topic. And is therapeutic jurisprudence mostly about law professors, or do practicing lawyers get involved? Fortunately, this is not a field of inquiry that's limited just to the academy. TJ is not about abstract psychological theory. It's actually very practice-friendly. Lots of connections to clinical law teaching, legal practice, even to judging and dispute resolution. And, and let me give you an example of this. In 2009, I participated in an international conference on law and mental health that was held at NYU Law School, and it featured 18 panels on therapeutic jurisprudence-related topics alone. The presenters included law professors and practicing lawyers and judges, as well as folks from other professional disciplines. So it was a very rich mix of people in the room uh, incorporating both theory and practice into the discussion. So what if people want to learn more? Well, I'm going to offer a few Google suggestions. The first thing that you'd want to do to learn more about TJ is to Google the term International Network on Therapeutic Jurisprudence, and that will lead you to a website rich in articles and information about TJ, including a lot of the, the major writings about therapeutic jurisprudence. The second Google search you might want to do is Cutting Edge Law, because that will lead you to the Cutting Edge Law website that is chock full of alternative approaches to legal practice. That's a site sponsored by Kim Wright and Gretchen Duhame, Gretchen being a recent Suffolk University Law School graduate, that looks at different ways of practicing law in a psychologically healthier mode. The third site people could look at is the, my blog, Minding the Workplace, at newworkplace.wordpress.com. I write often about psychology and the law and especially about therapeutic jurisprudence. Professor Yamada, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it very much, Ian. Thank you. You're welcome. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.